Welcome to another episode of Real Life Living in the Here and Now. Uh, this is Joe Farmer, your host, and with me today is Jennifer Hancock, uh, the President and CEO of Volunteers of America Mid-State. So Jennifer, thanks for coming on the program today. Thank you, Joe. My pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you. I wanted to have you have you in and, and just want to let people know some of the things that Volunteers of America did. Um Honestly, I, I, before I, I met you, I wasn't really clear on what VOA did. You guys have a great presence in, in our community, but also, uh, you know, around the country. So could you just take a minute, let us know who Volunteers of America is and a little bit about what you do? Sure, thanks. Um, so Volunteers of America has actually been around for 124 years, which is so hard wow. to believe. You've not been president that whole time. Actually, though, right? I have not been, just okay. for five of those years. So <laughs> right. I'm just a baby All in right. VOA terms. Uh, but VOA is a faith-based ministry, and we have been serving our community's most vulnerable for a very long time. But the reason why you probably didn't know about us until we arrived here in Manchester is because we like to do our work under the radar. We're very quiet and humble and collaborative. So we come into communities and we begin quietly building relationships. And it's only when we have big announcements and accomplishments that we start right. to celebrate, but we do that in a collaborative way. So historically, our organization was led by volunteer missionaries, hence the name. Right. And they had a lot of humility. So they just kept their heads down and kept doing the good Lord's work. And I think that continues to be built into our organizational DNA. But we are so thrilled and honored to get to be here doing work with you and our other friends here at the Axis and other partners throughout the community. Yeah, we've uh, we've just really enjoyed the relationship that we've had here. Um, Freedom House, which is very near and dear to our heart, uh, also the Recovery Community Center by the Axis. So could you take a minute and, and just talk a little bit about what you're doing in Clay County and and why Clay County? Sure. You know, why, why come to a place like this and, and do what Volunteers of America does? Well, it uh, starts back several years ago. I was in Frankfurt testifying on a bill with Nancy Hale from Operation Unite, and she looked at me and she just very pointedly said, Jennifer, why is VOA not in Southeast Kentucky operating Freedom House? Just in a roundabout way. In a very roundabout Nancy <laughs> Hale kind of way, in a very charming oh, way. And I said, Nancy, I don't have a good answer other than we haven't been asked. We haven't been invited in. We never just swoop into a community right, and right. say, oh, we're here to help solve a problem that we weren't asked to solve. So that began a discovery process that ultimately led to me meeting friends at the Elgin Foundation. I was doing some work in Frankfurt at the time and had an opportunity to uh, meet folks from the Elgin Foundation, including Tracy Farmer, and learned that there could be some property here in Clay County. So my very first meeting here was with the team at Advent Health. And in order to operate a Freedom House, we have to have a good hospital partner. Right. We've looked at other communities, but there was not a hospital anywhere in sight. And we can't have a bunch of pregnant women living together without a, a local hospital that can take care of them. Well, Advent Health had the most extraordinary team. They were very enthusiastic about working with us. And in that first meeting, I was given a tip of where we might be able to find a place that was suitable for our purposes. 
And sure enough, that turned out to be the property that we bought. So since that time, we've been able to build out wonderful partnerships. We've been able to open Freedom House in March of this year. Never would I have imagined opening a brand new residential program in the midst of a global pandemic, but we did that. And women are still coming into treatment and bringing their kiddos. We have nine women six kids living with us today. Um, a couple of our kiddos got to go back to school today, like everyone else, which is great there in Burning Springs. Um, so we're really just so honored to get to do this work here. It's an amazing community. And the other part of it is that not unlike other parts of the country here, there is significant need yes. and not a lot of resources for long-term recovery. We, be- we believe in staying with people for the long haul. That's right. This is a long-term process um, to get into recovery and to stay in recovery, which is why the Recovery Community Center is an essential component of our plan. We want to walk with people for the long-term on their journey and stay with them even after they leave treatment. So it's just a wonderful story. Talk about reshaping the narrative of what is possible here. There's so much hope and possibility today. You know, I, I believe, Jennifer, that we're really doing something, you know, uh, maybe it's it's going on somewhere else. I, I don't know, but uh, it feels like we're building an entire community here that supports uh, recovery yes. and second chances and uh, staying with people, like you said, through the long haul. And uh, that's how, that's how it feels to me. And and there just seems to be a great group of people here in the county that has embraced that, that wants to see their community better. Um, you know, VLA's taken on a, a role in our community as well as not only uh, Freedom House Recovery Community Center, but uh, you guys seem to be even interested in um, economic development, just the overall health uh, of our community. Tell me how that plays into what v- VOA does and, and why why is that important? I, I love that question so much because it really speaks to the heart of what we're about, which is long-term sustainable change. Like we want to not just have this Band-Aid approach where right. we walk away and suddenly there's a problem again. We really want to be a part of community transformation, and that means we can't isolate addiction and and operate treatment in a vacuum, and we have to do that um, in the larger context of economic and job development. We want folks to stay here after they come through treatment and participate in the Recovery Community Center and raise their families here, um, work here, live here, contribute to the community, and that's only possible if we make sure that there's good housing available for them, and we make sure that there's jobs available for them. So we can never just isolate what we do and think that we're going to be successful long term, which is why partnering with um, SOAR and and investing in a position um, that enables us to really look at that larger plan for the community and see what is our unique contribution. We really want to continue to build out housing here. We want to do that with you on Miracle Mountain. We want to do that in the community. We want it to be scattered throughout the community so that our participants have lots of different options that are affordable to them. And I'm really excited about the direction we're headed. Yeah. You know, I, I tell people, if you, if you see the real Clay County, you fall in love with it. Absolutely. Uh, the things that the people that leave her know why you know that it is unique and and we feel like it's special we don't you know we don't say that arrogantly but you know we love where we live we're we're proud of of who we are and where we live and and um for example miracle mountain you mentioned that uh jennifer we we have a vision to to uh, 
build out some housing there, some uh, some cabins, some some transitional housing for uh, some of the folks in treatment. Uh, it would also provide some jobs on the mountain. I believe we'll make that place a destination for people that want to come experience the things that we love about the area. Um, tell me how that plays into you know what your overall vision is for VOA in this community. Yeah, we actually just received a planning grant and have hired a couple of consultants to help us put together a well thought out documented plan that will identify how we can incrementally over the next three to five years continue to make investments to really move the needle long term. So we're looking at where we can locate recovery housing in proximity to other activities. Like I love the Miracle Mountain vision that you have because it attracts not only locals to come and participate in this wonderful quality of life experience, but tourists. Yeah. I love the idea of finding ways to promote people coming here. I love getting to be here and be part of this community. I want more people to know the secret of the beauty here and right. to get to participate and experience it. So I think co-locating housing that is either around some kind of other entrepreneurial activity that promotes tourism or that promotes locals gathering, whether it's a restaurant or kayaking, just really leveraging the natural assets that I don't think you all take for granted, but I can tell you that my wow factor is tremendous because I don't get to live in a community that's as naturally beautiful and rich as this one is. Well, I think, and maybe not take for granted is the right, is the right term, but when you, there's a term called change blindness when you're just yes. so used to to things i mean i'm in awe of it but you get you just get used to living in it sure you know, i that's imagine normal. i imagine people that live in washington dc go gosh there's the washington monument again you know right. And, right. but yet when we go we're, oh my gosh this is this is incredible yes. and and we don't want to take it for granted but i think we are used to it and we're reminded I have an uncle that lives in Texas, and when he comes in, he just, we're driving. He's looking, I said, what are you doing? He goes, everything is so green. Yeah. You know, and everything down there is so brown and dead and dry. So, you know, we have a lot of those resources to offer people here that you can't just create. You know, it's it's there, and we want to take advantage of it. So let's take a minute and talk about your long-term plans with VOA, not only here in this community, but mm -hmm. in our surrounding communities and mid-states. And then uh, you have a... A conference coming up pretty soon. I'd love for you to, to let our oh, listeners good, know good. about. So we are continuing to look for ways to create positive change in our communities throughout our region. Our mission statement is to create positive change in the lives of individuals and communities through our ministry of service. And so we're always looking to see where we can fit in next. Um, certainly here, continuing to invest in housing is important to us. And we've got a couple of things in the queue right now. If you have me back, hopefully in the next few months, I'll sure. be able to make some exciting announcements about some new investments we're going to be making here. Um, we have a social enterprise that we want to launch here called Mountain Market. Um, we already have had a soft launch. We're actually partnering here at the Axis to sell some of our um, products, but we right now don't have a retail space. We hope to grow into one maybe after COVID. Sure. Um, right now we have an online presence and a subscription box that we're actually launching just in time for the holiday season. So if your listeners want to check us out on our website at voamid.org, that's a great place to go and learn more about our Empower Boxes where they're, we're they're selling. They're amazing. It's and not just so because fun. our coffee's in it, but <laughs> yes, seriously, right. oh, these are... Oh, 
locally produced and locally made That's right. things included. And so it's it's things you, you can't just get anywhere. Absolutely. It's unique. Really and, unique gifts. Yeah, it's yeah. wonderful, wonderful. Um, and then you mentioned our upcoming event. I want to invite your listeners to join us. This is a free virtual event. It will last about 40 minutes on October 20th. There's two sessions, one for the early birds at 8 a.m. and another lunchtime uh, version at 12 noon Eastern time. And this is the one time of year where we bring all of our friends and supporters together and share the stories of impact of what we're accomplishing together in the community. And what I'm excited about this year is that we have a local participant from our recovery community center along with a graduate of our Louisville Freedom House who will be sharing their stories. Um, Our graduates, we have Sue here from Manchester and we have Christina from Louisville. Christina actually works with me and is a wonderful, wonderful colleague who's doing amazing work. She runs our intake uh, area and so she's the person that is the first person most of our residents call when they are ready to make that brave decision to come into treatment. So Christina graduated from Freedom House and now she gets to pay forward what someone did for her when they answered her call to come into treatment. So we'll be sharing their stories and so much more on October 20th, 8 a.m., 12 noon. And you can register again at our website. It's voamid.org. So for those that don't know, Jennifer, uh, Freedom House, tell them just a little bit about it's a residential treatment center for women that are pregnant or is it? Or parenting. Or parenting. So most of the women that we serve are currently pregnant. That's really important. We want them to have a safe place to come and get evidence-based treatment so that it's comprehensive in nature. They get connected to the hospital. They get the best prenatal care. They get to deliver healthy babies. They get to come back home with their baby to us um, where they get to, to spend a period of time postpartum. And then some of our residents are not pregnant, but they're parenting women, and they need a safe place to go with their kids to get treatment. So it's a comprehensive family-focused program where we really get to disrupt this intergenerational cycle by working with kids and helping them understand the impact of addiction on their own lives in an age-appropriate, developmentally appropriate way, which is great because it can really become a primary prevention program for kiddos. They get to start awakening to, oh gosh, this is what my family's been going through and learn the words to label their feelings a lot of healing happens at Freedom House. Right, that's amazing. And I tell you what I love about Freedom House, Jennifer, is uh, the it, it just feels like a home. It doesn't feel like an institution. I truly believe that you could trace back almost every problem in the world to a breakdown of the family somewhere. Yeah. So being able to have that environment, that that home feel. Um, is a wonderful place for people to be able to to get well and get their lives together. And I tell people addiction is kind of like a car accident. You know, you may survive the car wreck, but you've got all the the injuries and the things that plague you for years afterwards. And I tell people I didn't know how screwed up I was till I got clean. Mm-hmm. Then I realized I had all these other problems: this anger, this generational stuff, the abuse, all the things that I suffered that I've literally spent my entire adult life dealing with and the great thing about VOA is is having a just a great environment where people can deal with those things um you know in in a in a in a place that doesn't feel like an institution or a hospital that's so important to us and I think you're such a wonderful inspiring example a testament to the fact that recovery works you've done the work you've invested in yourself 
you are such a beautiful example, Joe, that recovery is possible. And that's what this is all about, is really having a place where people can come and feel at home to let their guard down, to sit for a minute, to be still for a minute, to begin to do the heavy lifting and hard work of healing. Mm-hmm. That's pretty intense. So we want to have a therapeutic home-like environment for people to be able to be in that space together, to learn from each other, to learn about themselves. So if somebody, uh, if there's a lady listening, Jennifer, that that maybe would benefit from, from uh, Freedom House, what's the process? What do they need to do? How do they get in touch with you guys to... Uh, to begin the process of maybe even coming to Freedom House. Sure. I would love for folks to to go to our website. That's the first point of contact. Most everybody has a mobile device now, or they can find one to go to voamid.org. That's where people start their journey with us. It has an, an intake number, or they could fill out a form and have someone call them. Um, there's lots of different ways that folks can access care, and it's 24 hours a day. So in the middle of the night, if people are ready to make that decision, okay. we'll answer the call. During the day, we'll answer the call. We just urge people who need us to find us and know that there's going to be a hand on the other side reaching back out to them to support them. I mean, I'd encourage people to right right here beside uh, our coffee shop, 38 Owens Road, right by Tim Short Chevrolet Recovery Community Center there. We just walk in the doors. Absolutely. They're there seven days a That's week. Right. Uh, and there will be somebody there. Uh, that can point you in the right direction, that can get you the information you need, that can help you get to treatment, that can connect you with a group of people uh, that are doing uh, doing the work too. Uh, it's, it's good to have help and support and encouragement from one another. So uh, just give, the, give them, uh, just drop by, give us a call. We'd love to have you. Uh, but Jennifer, it's been great having you on today. Thank you, Joe. I really appreciate you so much. And I've had Jennifer Hancock on today, uh, the president and CEO of VOA, Volunteers of America Mid-States. Uh, appreciate everybody out there listening. Again, if you if you have um, or know somebody that would benefit from the services of Volunteers of America, please check out their website, drop by the Recovery Community Center, and just uh, let us know if there's anything we can do to help you. Uh, until next week, uh, we'll just remember to keep it real.